Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. Now that folks are back in the woods looking to either fill their freezer or find that 30-point buck, the conversation around CWD has also picked up. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. The DNR's wildlife health conservation specialist Amanda Camps says chronic wasting disease has negative impacts on Wisconsin environment and economy, and that's why it's important for both experienced and new hunters to be reminded to help stop the spread. The deer species that it affects, it's both the wild populations, but then also farm-raised deer populations. So um, it has a wide-reaching effect on on deer, and deer have multiple um, uses, whether it's just for wildlife enjoyment or for hunting or for other, you know, other activities as well. So it's important for a variety of people, individuals who are interested in doing their part just to help keep the deer herd as healthy as possible. So CWD, uh, it, it continues to expand where it's detected, but there are ways and uh, ways that we can help prevent either the, the spread of it or help slow the spread of it. And even if it's um, a disease that has been detected here in the state for about 20 years now, um, if, if there's actions that we can do to help slow that spread and keep our deer population here as healthy as possible, uh, that's really key. And Mandy, one of those key methods to slowing the spread of CWD is testing, right? I mean, is that kind of the key thing here that you want hunters to understand? Um, That is a key message. So the testing itself is not necessarily an action that helps slow the spread of disease or prevent it. But the testing gives the information to know if the disease has been spreading or if it's detected in a new area. And then even in areas where it has been detected already, is the rate of detection increasing or decreasing? So the information gained from it explains um, certain aspects about the disease so that, for example, if it is found in a new area, then there's other actions that can be put into place in that area to help prevent it from further spreading or from um, having a higher rate of detection in those areas. Is there another incentive for folks to test their harvested deer other than the data for DNR? Well, an incentive um, for testing, obviously the the information gained from it can help with other um, surveillance and um, monitoring actions to be done in areas, but Um, A lot of folks want just to know, they want that test done. It gives them, you know, some information about the deer they're consuming. So if it's, if it's a not detected result, that's great. Uh, If a deer does come back positive, then at least the recommendation for protecting or kind of keeping in mind the human health part of it is that even uh, supporting or DNR, you know, supports recommendations from Department of Health Services Uh, from the CDC about uh, those recommendations for people to not consume venison from deer that have tested positive for CWD. And Mandy, folks should know too, if they're taking their deer to a meat processor, oftentimes they may want a test done too, right? 
Well, I think that that decision is probably up to the meat processor to make um, for the for themselves and for their business. I know some of them, like you said, some of them do uh, want to see, want to have the deer tested, and then then they have certain, I guess, requirements as far as their business end of it goes. But I think that's up to them. Um, every meat processor that I'm, you know, have heard about or know a little bit about their operations. Some of them will require that, some won't, some will process deer on an individual basis, and some will kind of batch some venison from deer. So I think just the key takeaway there is just if anyone is is bringing their deer to a processor, you could ask those questions. Ask if they do require deer to be tested before taking the meat to process, and you can ask if they do the individual or batch processing and you know, hunters can make the the decision for themselves if they want to use a processor just based on the kind of the operations, how they how they do things. Is getting your deer tested pretty easy? Can you walk us through how it works? Well, to have the test done, uh, you have to have a, a sample submitted from the harvested deer. And there's a few different ways that you can submit the sample um, so that it is sent in for testing. And that would be either visiting uh the self-serve kiosks that are located across the state or making appointments with our local DNR staff in the county. Uh, Some meat processors, taxidermists, other businesses have agreed to help with sampling, so they're uh, cooperators with us. Um, And then lastly, if anyone's interested in collecting their own CWD sample to send in, that's where they can pick up uh, like a kit, the, the regular sample kit that's at the kiosk locations, or talk to local DNR uh, wildlife staff to get a kit. And you can collect your own sample, but then still have to return it to DNR because you know we work to collect all the samples and then we send them to the lab that actually does the testing. Before you harvest a deer while you're in the woods, DNR says there's a few things you should be thinking about as a hunter. If you're going to consume the meat, where you are hunting and the age of the animal. Mandy, can you break those down for me? You know, knowing the location where you're hunting, being informed before you're out there, is it a county where CWD has been detected? Uh, If it has, uh, where in the county is it? And is it on the property that you're interested in hunting? And, um, you know, not just, I would say, knowing if the disease is detected there, but then also what's the rate of detection? Is it an area where there are quite a few positives or has it just been um, a couple? Is it a fairly new detection area? So I think just getting started by knowing the area that you'll be hunting in a little bit better and then it kind of sets you up to be informed about, okay, if, if you are in an area where it has been detected already, um, where are the closest sampling locations then? Where could you go to have your deer tested? Uh, what would you do with, um, after even if you process your own deer, what would you do with the remaining deer carcass waste? Would you uh, find a location close by to dispose of that? Or what are some of the other actions then that you could do in that area to do your part to help prevent the spread? Uh, thinking about the age of deer to harvest, we know CWD is a, a slow progressive disease. So 
younger animals haven't been out on the landscape as long as older animals. Their chance of being potentially exposed to an infected deer or an area that has those CWD preamps in it is less than the older deer have. So they might have a lower possibility of either being exposed or, you know, if they have been exposed, it was uh, fairly recent and they, you know, they may not even test positive yet. And then keeping in mind other things that, that you can do out while you're in the woods, while you're out there hunting, it's being mindful of the equipment that you have. And when you're leaving the field, just making sure everything's clean, you're not bringing back like mud or dirt or anything on um, shoes or tires, things like that. And, you know, if you, when you, if you do harvest a deer, you have to clean your, um, your knives, your utensils, your items that you're using to process the deer. And we have some recommendations as well about proper cleaning and disinfecting as best as we can some of those items too. So there's, it can be kind of a lot to think about if you're new to the field, new to hunting, uh, or maybe just new to an area. And just being mindful, doing a little homework ahead of time about the disease, about the area, and then kind of putting that into uh, your game plan for hunting. Tell me, how can someone better manage their land to prevent CWD? You know, with thinking about CWD, the disease, it can spread directly between deer. It can uh, potentially um, expose other deer to the disease if there's uh, carcass decomposing on the landscape, if there's um, CWD preons left in soil, and it's by, you know, plants that deer like to eat. So it's attracting different animals to an area there. So I guess, you know, from my standpoint, it's um, trying to think about the density of deer on your property, um, being mindful, you know, the more deer that you have, on a property or visiting a, a portion of a property there could be the chance of uh, increased disease transmission because now there's more susceptible animals to a disease in the area. So I think it's trying to find that balance with your property management about having the right habitat for the species. I mean, we, we for a number of reasons, we want to see deer, you know, it's, it, they're great. They're a great part of the entire ecosystem in an area, but it's finding that right balance for having a population that's not too high. Um, they certainly have a role and it's great to have them on the, on the property. So I think it's, you know, managing it so that you've got the right, right amount there or, you know, on the flip side, too, if there is a disease, if it has been detected on a property there, then that, that might affect what type of habitat management techniques you want there because now we're trying to prevent the spread of disease. So it's kind of changing what actions you would do on the property. Amanda Camps along with us. She's the Wildlife Health Conservation Specialist with Wisconsin DNR. Again, reminding hunters to help stop the spread of chronic wasting disease or CWD. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.